At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. Yeah, I said it. Risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is New Year's Eve. Max, what's going on? Happy New Year's Eve, or to uh, maybe some of our listeners who live in the future, those uh, Australians or, or New Zealanders, uh, hey, Happy New Year's already. <laughs> right? It's, is it New Year's for them yet? I don't know. Uh, I 13, 14 hour time difference or some shit like that. I mean, you, you know, that's funny too, is, is uh, uh, as a parent, a Panther, maybe you did this, is uh, you do the NORAD track Santa. And it's like you, you follow like Santa around the globe and it's like, you know, he's delivering all these presents in New Zealand. And it's like, well, fuck New Zealand. Come on, come over to the United States already. I want my presents. Uh, I, you know, I kind of did keep track of Santa for my daughter I didn't for myself. Um, I think I'm thinking I don't even know if I ever believed in Santa. All my gifts never said from Santa. It's like mom and dad. They're from <laughs> but, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's, fucking killjoys but um <laughs> yeah an end, end of another year i i don't even know was this better than 2020 i think it was it was marginally better right i mean 2020 oh, yeah. was an absolute disaster right i mean 2020 was mostly the the lockdown i mean you know 2021 at least things opened up and then you know sports were live sports were back i mean that that, that was a big thing right um people in the stands so yeah. i would say that 2021 greater than 2020 i mean not much but still <laughs> greater than uh yeah well that's where we're at right end of the year uh you know celebrate uh, our degeneracy triumphs and failures yeah what were some of our triumphs professional well, memory. i mean let's, let's let's just scroll back to uh the uh, the national championship, the, you know, we're we're about to go through the college football playoffs right now. So the national championship of 2021 was, you guys remember, it was Alabama. They beat Ohio State 52-24 in that game. It was a yeah, thrilling was, matchup. Uh, yeah, but but who was the quarterback who led the way? <laughs> who was the quarterback that led the way to that national championship? He is now in the National Football League and possibly trying to get the Patriots into the playoffs. That was Mac Jones. Yep. Uh, went 36 of 45, 464 yards, five touchdowns, and his boy, Devonta Smith, uh, 
caught 215 uh, yard, uh, 12, 12 receptions for 215 yards, three three touchdowns. So uh, absolutely just smashed them. Uh, did you get? Uh, I know you guys did a college football show yesterday. Did you talk about playoffs or? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we, we did. We did the playoffs are tonight. Playoffs are tonight, right? Yeah. So you uh, you, you made your playoff pick. So de- definitely listen to that episode. I, I haven't listened to it just yet. I'm interested to see what you guys have to say about that. Um, wh- what do you think? Was was the, the college football playoffs last year predictable? Right? Was, everyone just knew that <laughs> Alabama was going to roll over everyone. Yeah, that I mean Alabama was a juggernaut, and some teams didn't measure up. And I I fear more of the same we finally get a little bit of the um, underdog story with cincinnati bearcats in there but of course they get alabama so we'll see how that plays out <laughs> alabama's good at ending cinderella stories yeah yeah so we'll see we'll see if michigan can win it all and panther can go kill himself oh we gotta yeah i mean you definitely need to listen to the episode because panther says the m word oh no. <laughs> you actually say the m word oh you didn't God. bleep that out it was <laughs> I tell you what, if it's Ann Arbor versus Alabama, I will not watch that game. It's <laughs> not a principle. All right, so that, that was the national championship, followed up then by, of course, the Super Bowl, which uh, if you guys don't don't recall, it another was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Up. It uh, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who won the Super Bowl. Fucking Tom Brady once again. Man, do you guys do you guys remember that score? Thirty-one nine. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Jesus. Not, not even, he was 43 years old. He went 21 or 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns, uh, won another fucking Super Bowl. My, uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, you know, and, and right now, you'd say that they're the favorite right now to go back again. Like As it stands right now, you're probably looking at a Tampa Bay Kansas City Super Bowl again. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I necessarily saw that coming, right? I mean, I... Tom Brady go into the Bucks. We we're like, oh, that's a good move. Uh, Arians, they've got a good offense. Um, I, I don't think that I saw them winning the Super Bowl though. Uh, they didn't even win the the South. No, right? they started they, off they, slow. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. they started slow. So uh, every time we try to bury Tom Brady, he he rises from the dead and injects himself with some fucking TB12 and goes and wins a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Panther, uh, get back in the way back machine. What did you think of this Tampa Bay Bucks team? Um, I, I liked Tampa Bay. I know when we talked about them preseason, you know, I, I think I made the comment that it was probably more weapons at Tampa Bay than he had ever played with in New England. Um, but I, I don't know that I had them as a Super Bowl favorite. I thought they'd be really good. And they did struggle all the way up into their bye week. But after that bye week, um, never lost a game. And went, went rough, rough shot over some some teams. And I know I'm really high on them this year, but man, that that depth, that talent that he had, it's not there because of COVID or season-ending injuries. So, so be see, it'd be very interesting to see how the rest of this season plays out. Yeah, this it will be. And I I thought the same. I just it felt like me Montana going to Kansas City trying to squeeze something out of his career with you know things to prove. But no, Tom Brady showed us all. It's fucking ridiculous. It's goddamn ridiculous. Um, let's go over to some horse racing stuff. I know Arch, you are the the horse racing guy. Um, big story in in the horse racing world was uh, Medina Spirit, right? That mm-hmm. was uh, uh, what was it? He, he died after uh, collapsing uh, following a workout and uh, all these investigations uh, over uh, Bob Baffert and, and all the <laughs> training and stuff like that. Um, shocker, right? Bob Baffert. Uh, 
you know, involved in some kind of scandal or some kind of uh, cheating or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge horse racing guy. We do have a couple guys that come on, on the show and talk mm-hmm. horse racing. And in and, and, and that circle, in that world, was was this kind of like a big deal, Arch? Oh, it was a, it was a very big deal. And uh, I remember Andrew, uh, <laughs> he sent a very uh, he sent a very John Gruden-esk email talking about Bob Baffert and how much he hated him. Yeah, so it, it was good. It was a big, big story. Baffert's notoriously a cheater. And yeah. And then remember, people were wanting refunds on their bets. Oh, yeah. Because that's of the right. cheating. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a huge uh, deal. Yeah. I don't think the sports books uh, gave them the refunds, right? I don't think no refunds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Panther. Uh, do, do you remember that story at all or no? No, I definitely do. Because, uh, you know, the, the Triple Crown, at least I do follow the Triple Crown. I find horse racing to be some of the most exciting two minutes that you can really ever watch from beginning to end. But then when uh, the Bob Baffert story, you know, Arch and I talked about it quite a bit. Um, you know, it's just the very idea of steroids and horses just really blows my mind but uh then to see medina spirit pass away i never did hear the cause or or pay attention i just made note of it that it happened i knew who the horse was but um it's you know sad in the horse racing world i didn't cry a tear i don't follow it that closely but uh yeah another one of those um just very interesting stories yeah horse racing it's its own worst enemy yeah do you remember that show it was luck right that mm-hmm. was on mm-hmm. hbo for like one season michael mann and- yeah, it was Michael Mann and uh, Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin, Dustin, oh, man. You know, go back and watch that show if you haven't watched it, uh, D-Gens. Uh, a g- good show. Mm-hmm. Like, And I think it, it kind of got into some of these uh, things that, that you know, the, the underbelly of the horse racing world. And the, there's even more, right? I mean, there, there's uh, so, so much more. Oh, yeah. Um, in there so anyway uh that was that was a big story for the year let's let's uh let's head over to one of mad max's more embarrassing stories of the year the tampa bay lightning winning the uh, stanley cup i know panther was very very happy about this but let's 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 get back in 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 time and say you know mad max was not high up on this tampa bay team he's like oh man their luck factor is so high and blah 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 they're gonna go into the playoffs they gotta face fucking carolina they beat carolina in Carolina. They got to face the Florida Panthers. They beat the fucking Florida Panthers. They got to face the Islanders. Now, that one was a challenge. That one took seven games, but they still beat the Islanders. It's like, And then, you guys remember who they, they faced in the Stanley Cup Finals? The Team of Destiny. Oh, yeah. Montreal Canadiens. And they beat the shit out of them. They won their second Stanley Cup. Uh, my goodness, that, that really was um, something. But, you know, the, the main element that i take away from that is you can stash a guy on injured reserve the whole season and then not pay him and then when when time comes you can put him on your playoff roster and uh, win a stanley cup so that's what that's what i learned from this what did you learn from the tampa bay lightning panther well i think sometimes it's better to be lucky than good but uh, tampa bay was both and i, I was i paid a t- attention to a lot of the things that you say because all i do is look at stats i look at numbers if you put a gun to my head and said name three players in hockey I'm probably dead. So, uh, you know, I was paying particular attention because you were shitting all over Tampa Bay. And so this, you know, just out of default, this became my second team. I'm still a Vegas Golden Knight guy. But, um, yeah, they they got that player back, which is interesting. A lot of other sports make you bring the players back at least at the tail end of the regular season. I know in football, you have to be on the active roster for three games or you can't play in the playoffs. So what they were able to do for the playoffs, bringing back one of their better players – 
definitely made a difference. And then I, I did pay attention to the luck factor thing that you talked about, because if they were lucky and winning, just wait till they weren't unlucky and they actually put it together what the, the skill set and, and the goaltending and everything the, the team was just loaded and um I, I it looks like they might not make the three-peat this year but they're still right there right they're still oh no they're team. very good this year they yeah, are they're very very good this year despite yesterday's shellacking uh against the florida panthers uh they <laughs> are still one of the contenders this year absolutely fucking fading hockey right now my god <laughs> i know <laughs> i think one of the things you should keep in mind in hockey too is maybe luck doesn't normalize in all of the sports we kind of assume that luck is going right. to normalize the ball is going to bounce the other way the pitcher is going to get you know it's going to go for a home run instead of just dropping right at the at the wall maybe hockey does not normalize that way and you can skate by on luck yeah, it's a it's a good thing. You know, I, I just started looking at PDO as one of those um, primary factors for me last season. Uh, I had really good success betting hockey last year in general. Um, not so much. I'm lukewarm this year. I'm, I'm I'm like kind of doing okay in hockey this year. Last year was just like uh, unstoppable with my betting. So it, it is something to keep an eye out on to see if 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 you know the luck factor does balance out to the norm over the course of a season, or a team can just. Get those fucking lucky bounces, the pucks bouncing into the goal. You know, and we can't know. ever forget that Tampa Bay as a team voted to close that loophole and they were in the minority. Right, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to uh, fast forward a little bit. I, I do. I, we'll talk about basketball in a second, but let's fast forward. You know, we already had Tampa Bay winning in the NFL. We had Tampa Bay winning uh, in, in hockey. Does Tampa Bay win in baseball? No, no, they don't. I'm sorry. I was high up on the Rays, and they could not create, you know, uh, create that three uh, championship, uh, uh, you know, squad in uh, Tampa. It was the Atlanta Braves, who, uh, throughout the course of the entire season, Arch and I pretty much shit on the Atlanta Braves and how bad they were, how they didn't deserve to be, you know, um, making the playoffs and yada yada yada. The fucking Mets collapsing. One man on this show, though. Stood tall. Well, not tall because he's only like five foot two, but he, he stood up and said, I'm going to die on this Atlanta Braves hill. And God damn it. He was right. Sex Panther. Congratulations. The Atlanta Braves. Uh, you what? You actually want a futures bet on them. It's a <laughs> I want a futures bet. Uh, you know, we, we take a few wild cards, right? And when we do our preseason picks and uh, I, I didn't think much of the NL East, um, the Mets once again, did metropolitan type things. Didn't like the Phillies. Definitely didn't like the Nats. Uh, and the Marlins going to be a dangerous team in the future. They got to trade some of that pitching for some hitting. But the Braves, you know, I just the pitching. I, I believed in that pitching staff, even though the first half of the season they were abysmal. I mean, they were train wreck. They were getting just shellac. And the the thing that triggered it this is the craziest thing. Acuna goes down. Ozuna goes down. They go out and get some, you know, hodgepodge of Motley crew to come in and replace them, age veterans that are banking on retirement. Uh, Duval, Adam Duvall, like, I don't remember that guy playing since he was with the Reds. And they put it together. The pitching got right. And my God, if they weren't red hot towards the second hand, uh, part of the season and the playoffs. So, uh, look, you're banging my drum way more than I am. I thank you. Uh, I probably won't get this lucky again when we make our picks. But uh, kudos to the Braves. They they were uh, like, like that underdog story. Because we're all sick of, like, the Dodgers and the Yankees. We just, we're sick of these teams right 
How could we be sick of the Yankees? What do they want? <laughs> what, 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 13, 14 years, right? Right, yeah. I mean, what, they're, they're looking up at the Royals. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But 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 you're right. I mean, it's and when we get to basketball in a, in a second, uh, it, it's the team that gets hot. Right? It's a team yes. that just puts it together at the right moment. And that was Atlanta. And, and you're dead on uh, accurate when it comes to the Braves. Their pitching just came together and was unstoppable. I remember looking at their playoff numbers and saying, man, they're not going to lose. They, the way that like Char- Charlie fucking Morton. And, and poor fucking Charlie Morton leaving in the World Series the way that he did, like just shattered and just crying and just wanting to go out there with, you know, whatever limbs that he had to fucking <laughs> play on. He, he wanted to be out there, uh, but uh, it all came together. Uh, so, yeah, as a, as a Mets fan, I'm salty because, you know, I've seen the Braves kick us around for, for many, many years, but congrats to the Braves. All right, last one up, then we'll take a break. Let's talk about Panthers fuck the Bucks. right? This is a team that's skated by – the, the regular season, right? They, they just kind of waltzed into the yep, fucking yep. playoffs. They were almost dead to rights. Like, if you have a healthy Brooklyn team, there is no Bucks in the finals, right? I mean, Kevin Durant did everything. He was what? A, a, a millimeter or a centimeter mm. short of beating the yep. fucking Bucks, right? I mean, come on. But they won it. They go in. They go into the finals, and they they beat shockingly beat the Suns. The Suns were another incredibly you know hot team. Uh, poor Chris Paul couldn't fucking win his championship once again. But your boy Giannis did it, Panther. I know you say fuck the Bucks all the time, but you you've been a, a fan of Giannis since day one of this show. Yeah, I say fuck the Bucks because when I bet against them, they win. When I bet on them, they lose. Um, maybe I should. Maybe I was betting against them a lot. I'm not sure, but they they were winning, and uh, I think it might be a, a new trend. Right? I mean, they were they took a lot of games off last year. The rotation: Drew Holiday took games off, Giannis took games off. Uh, it, it just seemed like they were. I mean, you nailed it. They just kind of walked through the regular season. There was no wow factor about them. We weren't all that impressed, but man, the playoffs. They were healthy. They put it together. The rotation played well. The depth was there. And um, I wonder if that's like the new NBA we're going to see where teams know. I, I know the Spurs did that a lot when they had their aged veterans, right? They'd take games off. And, you know, Popovich would, would uh, DNP old age next to Tim Duncan, you know, just, just stupid shit like that. But um, they would take games off knowing that they were a playoff team, making sure that they were healthy. I wonder if other teams are going to take that approach because they know they're a playoff team. And uh, the, the Bucks pulled it off successfully, even if Kevin Durant just came up this close to knocking them out. Mm, yeah, man. The Bucks, they took the playoffs off too. Remember, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they, they they got by Miami, no problems. And then that first two games against the Nets, you're like, oh boy, oh boy, this is just. And they, but then they turned it on, and then yeah. that was it. Never looked back. Yeah, and we got to remember that playoffs too is uh, you know it hasn't worked out so far this season, but there was kind of the emergence of Trey Young in that playoff series too he became that reggie miller type mm. villain like new york fucking hated Trey Young in the playoffs <laughs> and, and and we loved it we, we soaked it all in so very interesting um i i think uh milwaukee should be in the mix again by the end of this season i think the suns are definitely going to be in the mix by the end of the season so we shall see anyway let's take a quick break and talk about my bookie Head over to mybookie.ag. They have a variety of boosts and free bets across all the sports that we bet on. 
But in order to get started, you have to make your first deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right. That is double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Is that it? Anything yeah, else? That was it. That was a, yeah, it was a fun little trip down memory lane. Those were the main kind of like sports stories and morning iceberg. As you yeah, know. he said that. In Panther, Big Daddy wants us to know that Jesus is a god and Jesus loves degens. So. Is he a god or is he the god? I mean, I, I've always I've always wondered about that. You know, it's, yeah. I, I, I can't. The Holy Trinity confuses the shit out of me. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those of you watching, that was a great joke by... Uh, Big Daddy Parlay. All right. NBA today. NBA. God damn it. There's a lot of games on the board today. Um, I want to start off. Let's talk. Uh, I don't know. How about I got a Band-Aid on. You want to rip that off? Go let's for it. that Band-Aid off. All right. Let's, let's do that. Boston has lost three games in a row. Find themselves as a sub-500 team. And sure that you can argue that the COVID protocols and injuries have impacted them. But you know what? They've impacted every fucking team. The fact is... Even with Tatum out there, even with Brown out there on the court, this Boston team's not very good. And that coaching change they did at the beginning of the season, that hasn't helped. That hasn't gotten them on track. For Phoenix, I, we just talked about them. They're, they're a team to beat. And I know they're going to be without DeAndre Ayton today, but they still have Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Now, many moons ago, uh, my wife and I traveled up to Boston for New Year's uh, Eve and uh, we got to see the Celtics play. And Chris Paul was in town. He was uh, then the point guard of the New Orleans Hornets. And I saw him absolutely shred my Boston Celtics team at the Garden. Uh, how long ago uh, was this? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal played for the Celtics at the time. So yeah. Fast forward four teams later, and Chris Paul is going to probably help shred the Celtics again today. $10 money line bet on the Suns. You know, anytime I hear the word or hear the name Shaq, it just takes me down memory lane. Uh, let me entertain you for just a real quick second. I'm like a senior in high school. My dad comes into the the rec room and he's like, "Kids, I've got this. Ba- I've got this basketball card. It's like Shaquille O'Neal. Is this worth anything?" <laughs> dad, don't talk to me. Fuck, don't talk to me. <laughs> Oh man, the Phoenix Suns, you know, they lost two of their last three uh, against Golden State and Memphis. Two, you know, fast-paced teams that can they got excellent guard play. Don't know that we see that with uh, Boston particularly with all the covid and injury issues. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is out of this game. And the the interesting thing for me is I looked at this game like Phoenix four and a half. Mm, kind of stinks. Almost smells. Really, really kind of smells because I don't think that much Boston. Then I look at the four-letter network. They've got this matchup pr- predictor, and it shows Boston 54%. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I feel like I'm jumping into a trap. I'll lay the four and a half, but something's <laughs> telling me Boston's going to win this game outright. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I, I, I can't quite get there. I do think Phoenix wins. I do think they probably cover. I mean, ESPN can say whatever they want, but it's Boston. They can, they can, mm-hmm. they can, you know, undo anything. 
So you're leaning. Who? Oh, yeah, I'll lean uh, Phoenix. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was wondering. Hey, by the way, um, fuck you, KOD. Uh, thanks, thanks, Cavaliers. Uh, we were back. Uh, back and better than ever. Listen, uh, I, did you guys see that uh, the Cavaliers, uh, they're going to address their point guard needs? Oh. Panther, did you see that? I picked him up in fantasy. I'm anticipating that signing any, any day now. There you go. Uh, Rayshon Rondo going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. There you go. So that, that is how they're addressing their point guard needs. <laughs> hey, there's uh, minutes available for him. I, there, I, let's see. Maybe, maybe he can push them to a championship. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Chicago and Indiana uh, Bulls continue to be without Lonzo Ball. That has not stopped them from winning. They have won five games in a row. For Indy, you know, I put my trust in them the other night against Charlotte, and they failed me. They're one of the more mediocre teams in the league. Still better than Boston, funny enough. Uh, But they're dealing with a bunch of injuries right now. Chicago is definitely the more talented team. They have the hot hand right now. They just beat Indiana, what, last week? I think they do it again. $10 money line bet on. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah, just five days ago, beat them by eight points. Um, Yeah, the Pacers, they just lost their alpha, Malcolm Brogdon. He entered protocols. Jeremy Lamb's out. Isaiah Jackson's out. Chris Duart, their rookie, is also out. So not a lot of depth here for the Pacers. The Bulls not really dealing with anything right now. The, the, the big-name players are ready to go, and they've been scoring, man, 131, 130, 113, 133. This team has been putting up points. I like them again today to take care of business. I'll lay the four and a half and put a dime on the Bulls. All right, still no kiss of death. I'm leaning the Bulls, but I just couldn't quite get there, so you guys are safe to cash that bet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk the New York Knicks at the OKC Thunder. My last few times betting the Thunder has not turned out very well, but third time's a charm, right? Knicks, they have won four or five games, but they're going to find themselves without Julius Randle tonight. Uh, on the side of the Thunder, Shea Gilders Alexander is listed as questionable. He should play, though, and if he does play, it's going to be fun to watch him and Kemba Walker try to outscore each other. I think that could be fun. Uh, I ran my numbers. I've got the Knicks sneaking out a win here, but man, is it razor thin. It's super fucking close. So with that, I'm going to take a leap of faith that the Thunder can steal this one, a $10 money line bet on OKC. You know, surprisingly with the Knicks, they're actually better on the road than they have been at home. Oklahoma City, we know they're not a great team, but of their 12 wins, seven of those have come at home. So not necessarily an advantage because the Knicks are so good away from um, New York, but uh, no Julius Randle, no, still no Josh Giddy for Oklahoma City. I love this kid. He's kind of Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook, triple-double kind of guy that doesn't turn the ball over as much. Um, with no Julius Randle, I just could not get behind the Knicks here. I think, you know, Kemba Walker versus Shea Gilgis Alexander is exciting, but not exciting enough to bet on. I will lean the Thunder here with the points. Yeah, I'm going to lean New York with the or giving up the points here, the minus five. I do think they win. It sure looks like they're going to cover. It's close, uh, but I'm not betting it. I'm just leaning that way. All right. Those are my three games. Panther, what else you got? Just one more. Uh, let's take a look at San Antonio going to Memphis. Memphis is one of those teams I've actually made some decent money on this year. Uh, the Spurs, uh, slightly less than mediocre. They've been playing much better, but they beat Detroit. They beat a, a blah Laker team, and they've beaten up, beaten up Clippers team their last three wins. Just, they haven't shown up against the better teams. Um, the Grizzle. 
three-game winning streak and knocked off the Phoenix Suns uh, a couple days ago. So that, that's kind of like a huge feather in the cap for their confidence. Their guard play is outstanding, and uh, they, they've got all the pieces are playing right now. They're not really dealing with any COVID issues or anything like that. So I like Memphis here. The six really was kind of pushing the envelope. I, I, I think I'm taking a chance here, but I'll lay the six and put uh, $10 on the grizzle. For those of you at home that know uh, Microsoft Excel, there's something called freeze panes. And if you have your freeze panes on or off, it, it kind of like, uh, you know, it lets you uh, look at uh, data on, on one side of the screen while keeping a uh, side of the screen uh, frozen so you can look at the same thing. Well, my freeze panes were off and I was just looking at implied probability. And my implied probability for a game said that, you know, this team should absolutely win. I should absolutely money line them. I'm getting all this value. And then I scrolled over and saw it was the San Antonio Spurs. And I said, fuck that. I am not betting the Spurs. Uh, I will lean San Antonio here. I, I do have them winning this game, surprisingly, but I have no luck whatsoever betting the Spurs. Man, it's, it's so true, and I'm going to have no luck on this one as well. Six and a half seems like too many points. It just seems like too many damn points. I have no doubt that Memphis can win this game, but yeah, I don't know by that much. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Spurs plus six and a half. That is the only games I'm playing. There was a couple more that I really was tempted at, but that's the only three games I'm betting. I want to look at another one. I think it's too many points again. Clippers, Raptors. Uh, I'm looking at the Clippers plus seven. I can even still get maybe seven and a half last I saw on the off offshore books. But um, I think the Clippers absolutely win the game. But man, I think the or the Raptors win the game, but I think the Clippers keep it within seven almost every single time. So putting 10 bucks on the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, both teams that are kind of dealing with a bunch of the, the injury stuff. But the Raptors are the more healthy of the team. They, they get an um, OG back today. Uh, so some of the players are coming back from protocol, say. So I think they're going to have the better squad. Uh, the Clippers, I mean, they were holding on with, with fucking duct tape, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they had Nicholas Batum. Now he's out. So that leaves pretty much what Marcus Morris uh, Sr. to uh, to lead the way. Uh, the Clippers really don't have a lot in the tank here. But I agree with you. I still think it's a little bit too much. So I'm going to in LA here. Yeah, this, there's just so many players out. This is kind of like a G League game between <laughs> these two teams. I don't I don't know how this is even bettable, but a touchdown on the Raptors seems uh, off. I don't want to call it trappish, but it just seems off. This is like a two-point game to me. Uh, I'll lean the Clippers, but um, y'all need some therapy or make a phone call to Anonymous. <laughs> this is not a bettable game. I want to look at the Mavericks going to Sacramento. I need to confirmation on this one because if if the Mavericks really are getting plus one and a half, that's uh, that's absolutely two fists in. I'm betting Dallas plus one and a half, ten bucks. Yeah, it's it's hard to bet on this Dallas team without Luca out there. You know, it's funny they they signed Isaiah Thomas mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. from the Lakers. He promptly went into COVID protocol, so he's not going to be able to play for <laughs> Dallas. So, I mean, this team is like I don't even know if this one gets played. You, did you guys see what happened yesterday with that Golden State Warriors Denver Nuggets game? I know it got postponed. What happened? They got postponed. Well, they got postponed because of uh, uh, you know COVID protocols for uh, Denver couldn't uh, field a team, and Draymond Green just fucking unleashed. He's like, "What bullshit is this? We just played a game against." this team a couple of nights ago where we were missing like half of our team Mm. they beat us and now two days later like oh we're gonna postpone this one it's like fuck that so i mean i'm i'm squarely on the side of dream on green there that was absolute bullshit and you might see some bullshit here tonight with with this one uh because of dallas's uh lack of uh uh playing but 
Uh, I will agree with you, right? I think Dallas is the play here, even without Luka. If they're getting a point and a half, I think they can beat the Kings. I think even even just their normal, like I think they can outright win this one, you know. So I mean, I'll I'll lean Dallas with you if this one gets played. Yeah, and this is you know like that Denver Golden State game, it's the same situation, a back to back here. They literally just played two days ago, um, of a very uninspiring game, ninety five to ninety four. That's damn near high scoring in college, but not in the NBA. Um, I like Sacramento here. They actually have nobody listed on the injured list. They're not dealing with any COVID issues. So if it plays. I definitely like Sacramento here, so I'll, I'll lean on the Kings. Why don't you give it, get over to Bet MGM and Bet Ma- you know, Dallas, and then get over to FanDuel and Bet Sacramento? Yeah, you're probably catching plus lines on both, both sides. sides. I'm if... Dallas minus one on where I'm looking right now. Oh, okay, there you go. All right, that's all I got in the NBA. What do we got in the ice? Um, I only got one in the ice. There's only, what, four games that are playing today? Uh, I want to look at this. Oh, funny enough, we're talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's look at this Rangers Lightning game. Uh, Lightning coming off of that embarrassing loss yesterday against the Panthers. Now they have to host the Rangers, a team that also just lost to the Panthers. Uh, Igor Shesterkin, he did return to goal for the Rangers the other night. He was a bit rusty, but I mean, he is the man. Like, he's he's uh, such a great addition to this Rangers team. Uh, that when they were winning all those games, he was playing red hot. I think he's going to try to help them get back to their winning ways. Tampa, right now, they're dealing with some injuries. They're dealing with COVID protocol absences. So while it's hard to see them losing two games in a row, I think they're a bit vulnerable here. I'm going to take a value shot, $10 bet on the Rangers. Yeah, maybe there's an overreaction by me, but that absolute ass pounding they took yesterday uh, got me off the lightning real quick. So a second game of a back-to-back um, holiday at home. You know, Tampa Bay is really good at home, 11-3-2. But this Ranger team, they, they've been playing lights out. Not so recently. They've lost four of their last five, and the only win they got was against the Coyotes, uh, which is more like a college team. But uh, I'm going to take a chance. They're going to get it right here. Tampa Bay just kind of got me spooked last night. So I'll take the plus line and put 10 bucks on the Rangers. Oh, okay. There you go. I, I would lean Tampa Bay in this one. I would expect them to start getting correct, and maybe they could do it against the Rangers. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck Tampa Bay. <laughs> They'll win the Stanley Cup again. Anyway, that's that's my only game. Panther, you betting anything else? I got two more. Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah. Well, hey, I don't know if you've noticed, been paying attention, but the, the curse is gone. I, I've won quite <laughs> a few games betting on Vegas here. Uh, they've won four of their last five, uh, doubled up on the Kings a couple nights ago, six to three. The Ducks, as well as they had played to start the season, have not come out of this COVID protocols, a uh, little little charade, uh, playing very well. Um, lost to Vancouver two to one and uh, lost to Arizona before that little hiatus. So uh, a team that I'm kind of getting away from ever so slightly, Vegas at home, New Year's Eve in Vegas. Are you kidding me? That place is going to be rocking. Uh, I like Vegas here. I got to bump it up because of the minus 190. So let's put 20 bucks on the boys from Sin City. I, I mean, I think the value is on Anaheim. I think a lot of what you said, though, is accurate, right? I mean, you know, that place does get rocking, and it's it's going to be absolutely crazy there. And maybe that that gives them a huge advantage here. But it's hard to ignore that plus line, and I just cannot eat that much chalk on on the Golden Knights here. I'm going to lean Anaheim with with all that money. What are they minus one eighty five? That's the best you can probably get. Yeah, yeah that's the best you can probably get. I, I have a hard time believing that the uh, temp, the uh, Vegas Golden Knights have a sixty five percent chance tonight. I think you're a little exposed, Panther. I would be leaning Anaheim in this one. 
Oh well, you know, Panther exposed. <laughs> so, so so many so many things. We open up Pandora's box there. One more for me. Uh, let's take a look at Washington at Detroit. I know we like this Detroit team. I know we like the youth, and um, you know that they're going to be a team of the future. We'll be talking about the Red Wings in a very positive light, but against the better competition. They've not fared so well. Their last three losses got whacked by Carolina, Colorado, St. Louis. I'm going to put Washington in that same category. Uh, they just took care of Nashville two nights ago. They're playing really good hockey. I don't think Detroit's ready to compete with the, the likes of the upper echelon just quite yet. So I'll lay the 160 and put 10 bucks on the Capitals. Yeah, some moral support here. I think you're on the right side of it. It was a tad bit too high for my liking. So- Teensy been too high for me, but I think Washington does win this one. So a lean on the Capitals. Oh yeah, I think I think the Capitals win this one. I I don't think you have anything to worry about pay, paying minus one forty on this one. This is more like <laughs> I think Washington's got a better probability to win than Vegas. I think you're good. Well, I'm stuck with them all. So uh, that's it. That's it for the ice. All right. Let's see. We had a couple comments. Let's see. Uh, whew, a couple mean a lot. Um, Plenty of dimes for me today. Call me Daryl. Panther won't get the reference. Iceberg says, I like the Vegas money line. There you go. Iceberg likes the Devils. Plus that one and a half. I don't hate that one. Yeah. Honest, honestly, I think the Devils can kind of keep that game uh, uh, close. So, uh, Love Vegas. Line move from minus 169 to 180. There you go. Hmm. Uh, I like the Washington money line. That's pretty much it. Texas... Texas all day, Panther voice, yeehaw. There it hasn't yeehawed in a while. Panther, it, that's, a, that's an old school. We don't have time there. for yeehaw today because what we talked about the year in review and basketball and hockey, that is it. That is it. Hey, download DJ's app for Android, iOS, listen to anything about our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to it, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Happy New Year. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home with some knowledge. Arch is making us get up in the morning tomorrow. We will do the NFL show tomorrow, so no sleeping in, DJs. Let's get out of here with two, count them, two, end of the year. Panther parlays, basketball, I like the Phoenix Sun, Chicago Bulls, and the Grizzle in hockey. We're going with Vegas. You're welcome, Iceberg. The New York Rangers and Washington Capitals, those are your uh, hockey plays. Then you guys know we're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter. You call us out by name, tag us, put us in there, help spread the word of the degeneracy. We'll holler back, but most importantly, let us know what you guys are doing tonight, what you're doing tomorrow, or or, fucking all off. Let's let me know what you guys are doing and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 
And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.